Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. I'm Tiffany Lyons, and I'll be your host for today. This month, Andrew Murray is leading us through the secret of brotherly love. And today, he leads us to think about the sign of a true church. Okay, I have an experiment for us together. You ready? If someone were to hand you a blank piece of paper and ask you to write down all of the characteristics of a true church, what would you write? Think about that. Perhaps you would think about this and then write something like communion, baptism, preaching of God's word, worship. We think about all of these elements that make up these moments and experiences of the church. What if I gave you another piece of paper? And this time I asked you to write how people in your life might know that you're a Christian. What would you write? Maybe you would say something like, well, I go to church, I pray at meals, I read my Bible, Um, I even have a Christian bumper sticker on my car, come on. And if you filled out your imaginary pieces of paper with any of these things that I just listed, you're totally right. These are elements of the church and these are elements of our Christian faith. And while these elements are not insignificant, What I love about today's reading is that we're reminded that the sign of a true Christian, the way that people are going to look at our lives and know that we are Christians, is if we love one another. See, John 13, 35 says this, by this, all men will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. See, this verse is taking place when Jesus is talking to his disciples. And if you back it up, even one verse, I love that he starts with this, a new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Have you ever been around a family that's fighting like crazy? Or maybe they're not fighting, but everyone's walking on eggshells and it feels like, I mean, it's just full of passive aggressive comments and, and maybe, maybe you've been around this kind of family because this is really your family. And when you plan a trip to go home for the holidays, your body tenses up because you're bracing yourself for what you know could happen on this trip. Now, on the flip side, have you ever been around a family that's full of love and grace for each other, a family where the assumption on everyone's part is this, I am welcomed and I am wanted. I am loved here. A place where the foundation of being welcomed and loved sets the tone for joy and peace to be the norm. It's easy for me to describe a family like this because this is the kind of family that I have a privilege of being a part of. I'm so thankful for my parents. I'm so thankful for the love that they have for each other and for their kids. See, I bought my tickets just a few weeks ago to go home for Thanksgiving. And as soon as I bought them, I was filled with this excitement and anticipation for that moment where I would be on my parents' front door about to see my family. I have a friend named Julie Richard, and she leads something called Fearless Mom. She's a brilliant communicator and she talks about how kids should feel when they get home. 
how kids should feel when they get home from school and elementary, all the way to how adult kids, even with their kids, should feel when they come home. And she says that when people come home, when kids come home, we want to create an environment to where the moment they get to the front porch, they go, ah, I'm home. I'm safe. I like it here. And see, being a family is how we are described as Christians, as the church. And I love that when we meet Jesus, we step into a relationship with him. We are adopted into his family. We have the privilege of having our heavenly father who is so good, who loves us so much. And because we are so loved, it changes everything for us. I love what Andrew Murray says in today's reading. He says, we owe everything to this love. Love is the power that moved Christ to die for us. In love, God highly exalted him as Lord. Love is the power that broke our hearts and love is the power that heals them. Love is the power through which Christ dwells in us and works in us. Love can change my whole nature and enable me to surrender all to God. It gives me the strength to live a holy, joyous life full of blessing to others. Every Christian should mirror the love of God. Isn't that beautiful? You know, I came across this article this week that said children who feel loved are more loving. This is true of us as Christians. We are deeply loved by Jesus and because we are loved, we ought to be a people who love each other. So how do we become these kinds of people? Well, you can't love one another if you don't know one another. See, if your only experience with the church is just simply logging on and watching online or maybe coming to church, sitting in the service, and then leaving, but you don't know anybody that you're doing life with, guess what? You are missing the opportunity for us to be the true church where we're loving one another if we're not with each other. That's why we are intentional about creating these environments where we can build relationships with one another. That's why we invite you to be a part of a group. That's why we invite you to serve because you're serving on a team with other people. And these environments give us as the church the opportunities to show love to each other. Can I ask you a question? When you think about the church, what do you feel? Do you feel like that first family I described where just the thought of being together makes you tense? Or do you feel like that second family where you can't wait to be around these people of God because every time you show up, every time you're around them, you go, ah, I'm home, I'm safe, I like it here. You see, God, he's designed the church to not just be another place that you come to, but to be a place that you can call home. And the kind of home, the kind of church that God has designed for this world is a home filled with love, a church filled with love where you are around Christian brothers and sisters showing God's love to them. Now, a love like this seems impossible at times, doesn't it? And the reason it feels that way is because it is. It's impossible in our own strength. Andrew Murray actually talks about this as he kicked off this month's theme. 
He said the reason so many Christians fail to live a life in the love of God is simply that we have no power in ourselves to love God or our fellow men or our enemies. Such love we can only receive from above when we cast ourselves down before God with the sense of our own impotence and unworthiness that he may fill us with his Holy Spirit. This is the only way that we can be a people who actually love one another. See, Jesus did not command us to love one another in our own strength because he knows that we are strong enough to do it. He actually knows we're not, but he knows that he actually loves us so much that that love can be poured into us and then can be poured through us to the people in our lives. So let us be a church who displays the love of Jesus to each other so that the world will look at us and know that we are his disciples. Let's pray. Lord, I desire to be your witness and win hearts for your kingdom through the love that the Holy Spirit pours into my heart. Amen. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you could take a few moments to rate, review, and share the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.